0: 超不热 Minute minutes daily podcast we crawl our way to the bitter end of the world's end one minute at a time i'm scott corelli
1: i'm nick Menez.
0: today we're preparing to annihilate minute 69 which nice. begins <laughs> which begins uh with gary just wanting to drink his goddamn pint and uh ends with oliver pulling sam toward him by her scarf and of course jay stringer returning again welcome hello so yeah, this is uh, this is definitely my favorite moment of the fight. Is, is Gary just uh, just so badly wanting to just drink his goddamn pint and just be left alone? <laughs> yeah,
2: the bit when he catches the beer. Uh, yes, mostly <laughs> uh, after it's gone up in the air. That's lovely. That's just a lovely little thing.
0: Yeah, no, I love I love that, and I love him finally going to drink it and it getting shoved out of his hand after all of that, and just motherfucker. <laughs> it's it's just so it's so satisfying uh that he's just not getting to drink that pint i don't know it's really
1: great yeah, yeah. and it's such a uh it's such a great the, the 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 work that the stunt performers and simon Pegg are doing you know we, we we were talking about how like yeah he probably deserves an oscar or like what what do what do awards celebrate with acting and just like I don't know, just the discipline of the camera and the performers and how it's just whipping around. There's just so much going on in this. And I just keep going back to the rehearsal period that these these actors were able to have.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it just it just pays off in spades in this scene especially. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um
0: And and a lot of this scene is, you know, we talked about this uh, quite a bit in the bathroom sequence, but, you know, a lot of this scene is that sort of um, fake -er, uh, one-er style of action scene. But again, it's just done really, really well, I think, uh, the way that it's, you know, it's not, it's just trying to keep a flow going and let you understand the rate at which everything is happening, the action is happening. And I think that's better. It's better served in a a, a one or type of shot than it would be if you were just cutting around, because then things start to get confusing about like timing and and things like that. Um,
1: Geography. uh,
0: Geography. Exactly. And this is this is just sort of uh, laying it all out there for you, that this is all happening simultaneously. And when you're not seeing the people on screen, they are fighting, uh, even if you're not uh, you're not seeing them. Uh, doing it at the
2: moment yeah mm-hmm. you never lose a sense of where they are even when they're not on, on camera right you know, it's laid right. out so well and just just so well in your head uh that you you always know what's going on
0: yeah i love um i love andy basically turning into like a gorilla like a gorilla caveman <laughs> <laughs> and he tells him to twist the out <gasps> <I> just <laughs> It's so good. Primal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I like, I like that it, you know, this trilogy started with him imitating an ape and uh, in this movie, he becomes one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know if, man, I don't yeah. know
2: if either of you guys like uh, professional wrestling, but here's a tangent. Um, sure. There's something in this, this, this minute. And, and also the next one a little bit. I think that just, it reminds me of a guy at the moment called orange Cassidy. Who's just like his whole thing is that he's a slacker and he doesn't want to do anything. Uh, you know, so everyone else can get involved in the fight. Or, or, or like, however many people are in the ring, they can all fight. And he'll just wander around the edge, you know, and he kind of wears double denim and sunglasses. And he just, he just shrugs. He doesn't want to get involved. But then if you either stop him doing a thing that he's trying to do, or, you know, if you hurt one of his friends, then he just turns into like a super flippy, fast, really angry wrestler. You know, and he'll he'll do he'll do tricks and he'll take you on and he'll do all these cool stunts. But the rest of the time, like ninety-five percent of the time, he like he'll even wrestle with his hands in his pockets. Like that's just how bored he is with everything. Um, <laughs> like Gary kind of reminds me of that kind of thing in this moment. It's like, look, I don't wanna get involved. I don't wanna I just wanna oh okay.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, there's definitely there's a lot of uh wrestling
0: inspiration, I think, in the choreography, especially Um, In Andy's case, Uh, that that example you're using is like more of a specific wrestler. But I think Andy's uh, uh, fight style has been largely based on uh, pro wrestling and just a a bunch of uh, pro wrestlers. I mean, so he
1: he gives a blank the people's elbow back in the bathroom. Yes. Yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly. Um, And I but I think it's I think it's uh, I don't know. I think it's really fun to see. Uh, Nick Frost do that, being the the massive wrestling fan that he is, and then and then later be able to bring a lot of this to to um fighting with my family, uh that the movie that came out oh, I think course, last yeah. year, yeah. yeah, um and he's uh he's really good in that too, and there's a lot of this sort of guttural like ugh. Uh, like kind of, kind of stuff. But there it's his character putting on a show for an audience and a wrestling ring. And here um, this character is, uh, is sort of doing it. Um, I, I think subconsciously. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it's, uh, it's just, I don't know. It's a lot of, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I, I really just love, I, I've loved seeing the evolution of these actors
1: um, over the course of these three movies and, and then in other things as well. And I think the uh, the moment where he's like, "Andy, yeah, twist the melon, man." And then when he does it and he's like, "Hey, and he holds up his it's just the <laughs> I think it's the purest moment of friendship that these two have had so far.
2: Yes, definitely. Yeah, definitely. and 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 in their case so it's like so what is it like did they say it's 16 years since the, the road act, the, the car accident? Is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, something so like so that. So yeah, yeah, it's probably like the purest thing they've well and, and given that even at that point they will, you know, they'll have known that like they've less lost a part of Gary for years before then anyway. Um, but yeah, this will have been like the, the purest moment they've had in two decades.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And it's, yeah. It's, so there's something and it kind of, it's almost sort of a weird precursor
1: of what the movie will tell us at the end, you know, where, which is where like maybe these characters are, and maybe we as a people needed to get back to basics in a way. Mm-hmm and, return to that primal like just do person helping another person you know yeah or like the kind of and and that's kind of been andy's arc is slowly stripping away these artificial signifiers of adulthood and manhood and success yeah returning to like your your basis form of like fighting well uh,
0: I mean, and, and, and like the film itself is, is, uh is within the Cornell trilogy, you know, like the, 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 the theme of the film is about synthesizing those two ideas of like, you know, we have Gary who refuses to enter the adult world. And then you have these other four guys who have entered it, but it hasn't really affected their life in a positive way necessarily. Right. They still have struggles. They still are dealing with this feel, the, the this stuff. And it always seems to me that for each of them, it feels like they're constantly in a state of catching up, you know, and, and not learning the fact that like all adults are faking it. Like <laughs> none of us know what we're doing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and and i i think that what the film is trying to say is like yeah you don't have to relinquish one to have the other you can just have both you it's about balance it's about i mean you know like like alcohol right it's it's you can you can drink and and not be an alcoholic um i but you know for some people that's not possible and it's and it's just about balancing those things and making sure that you're not doing too much of one thing or the other. And that's sort of what the synthesis here, the, the argument at the end of this film is kind of suggesting is that like, it's not an all or nothing thing, or is it, at least it shouldn't be. Um, and, uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's really, it's really interesting. I don't know. This movie's
2: great. (laughs) (laughs) But no, that, I mean, that is Um, like, you know, yeah, it's the lesson. I think it's the lesson that not, we like, we don't really learn until it's, too late to really apply it to a whole bunch of stuff when it would have been useful is you know that you can have both like just you know i mean i've been learning a lot like i'm turning 40 next month and like i've been learning a lot in the last like last year just like yeah just be both there's nothing wrong with that yeah you know if (laughs) if i've been able to tell myself that at 21 uh, which again is kind of what this film's about um (laughs) you know uh life would have been a lot simpler yeah yeah uh, it, it wouldn't have
0: felt like such an uphill battle. That's for sure. Um, but you know, that's the thing is like when you're, when you're going back to our conversation about ignorance, when you're ignorant about the things that make adults adult, you know, you kind of just think like, oh, well, the thing that makes adults adults is that they, you know, they pay their bills and they have a mortgage and they're married and they have kids And that's what makes an adult adult. I don't know anything about those things because I don't have to do those things right now. Um, But I'm sure that eventually I'll get there and I'll just I'll I'll turn that key and then I'll be an adult and everything will be different. And you don't realize because you're so ignorant of everything that you perceive them as doing that's different from you that, you know, it's it's this. All or nothing thing and it's and it 's not and they're they don 't know what they 're doing any more than you do or or maybe slightly more, but just about different things yeah um, and it's it 's all a struggle, life is a struggle people <laughs> if, we, if we if this podcast leaves you with nothing else <laughs> toil <laughs> toil <laughs> uh, life is a constant struggle, and it 's not made any easier by doing a daily podcast i
2: mean you know i'd like to say that something's been forced on you but yeah you no
1: know, <laughs> no i mean you could argue that the the, the 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 this marble started going down the path as soon as scott walked into that that first screening of the world's end back in 2013 <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: it's true it's true oh man um yeah it's a it's a, this is just a absolute banger of a of a fight sequence underrated portion of uh the blanks i love how easily their clothes tear apart from their limbs <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's yeah. so
2: stupid it doesn't make any sense but i love it i think it's great and and how easily they fit back together again when we see uh when we see old man putting his arm back on and you know it's like he's yeah just, he's wearing a jacket again
0: <laughs> yeah yeah no, I, I, I love, it's like the, all of their Velcro, all of their, all of their limbs are just like Velcroed on or something. Um,
1: it's, uh, it's pretty great. Uh, I hope, uh, I really hope like Tom Cruise and Christopher McQuarrie have seen this, you know? Yeah. They've got some good fight scenes
0: in the Mission Impossible movies. So. Yeah. Yeah. Especially just, that last yeah, one. Yeah. I love
1: Fallout. Sure. I love
0: Fallout. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Um. It's, uh yeah, it's, man,
1: this is, God, this movie. Is so Henry Cavill movie. Or someone else I wouldn't mind seeing an Edgar Wright joint.
0: Oh, yeah, that's true. um I'm very interested to see Matt Smith in a Edgar Wright joint. Sure. Uh, I don't know what that's going to be yeah, like. Yeah,
1: which way but, is Matt uh, going to go? i to see Matt Smith not get cut out of something.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> that's true. Yeah.
2: Uh, um, like. It- yeah. Yeah. He, he can go many ways for sure. Yeah. Even just like in Dr. Who, like he, you know, there were moments when he could just go big and I didn't actually, I, I don't always think that those were the best moments, but there were other moments when he could go very, very, very small. Um, You know, and those moments were amazing. Yeah. Sometimes in the same sentence. Yeah. There was one uh, when he, I can't even remember what it is, but he's, he's having some, he's angry and he's emotional. He's having a conversation with someone and he just, he just does a thing where he kind of – I'm doing it right now, which isn't good radio. You can't see me doing it. But he just kind of adjusts his jaw. Um, mm, and it's just yeah. like, whoa. Like, sure. you know? and, and that does way more than a yeah. monologue. Yeah, yeah. He,
0: I think that might have been I, – I remember that specifically happening in, uh, in uh, The Beast Below um, where he's like yelling at them about abusing the whale and then getting like really quiet about like – yeah. Hating yeah. humans being like you're all the worst. <laughs> and I and I, I remember him uh adjusting his jaw in that moment. Um but I think he does that a lot. I it's a it's a really cool move. He's got I a great say, job. if you've I got that mean,
2: jaw, you adjust it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a powerful move. It's like it's like uh Capaldi with the yes. eyebrows. Yeah. And the
2: hair. Oh, Peter Capaldi, another guy I would love to see in an Edgar Wright movie. Definitely. How, okay. How about just, a, well, he's already done a heist movie would be the problem, but my pitch would be a heist movie with the actors who've all played the doctor. You, oh, you never reference man. it. You never, you never say that's why they're there. See,
0: He's got to do he I think Edgar Edgar and Simon need to do another well maybe not even necessarily Simon but Edgar definitely needs to do another trilogy. Um see he had the he had the Bond guys in this trilogy. So now he needs to do one with Doctor Yeah, he. definitely.
2: Um
1: definitely. I think I think that's what he needs. With to do. Tom Baker just being like Charlie, you know that voice of the voice box.
2: <laughs> right, yeah. Exactly. And, and I mean Simon Pegg in like in in the in the showdown at the end of this movie he gets a little bit of a Doctor Who thing going on.
0: Yeah. I mean, I've, I've largely, um, I, I, you know, a future guest of the show, I had to pitch her on, on watching this because, you know, she's not, she just never saw it and, and didn't hear great things about it. (laughs) And I, I had to pitch her on it by being like, yeah, it's basically Edgar Wright doing an Edgar doing a doctor who episode. I mean, that's, that's essentially what this is. It's like. What if, what if, what if it's, what if, what if instead of, you know, what if a Doctor Who episode happened, but the Doctor never showed up and, and, and an alcoholic, uh, uh, never, you know,
1: uh, the supporting not, cast that the Doctor meets every episode, just suddenly
2: they have to fend for themselves.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I just, uh, it's, it's definitely has those Doctor Who vibes.
2: Yeah, sure. absolutely. And, you know, he's wearing the long coat, you know, it's just, uh, the, he has, yeah. there has to have been moments oh, yeah. when he knows he's leaning into that. Uh, oh yeah, he's
1: got a yeah. uniform. I There's a moment where he he punches a blank and he like the blank falls and then hits a a, a pillar and his head explodes and he just kind of like dusts his jacket off. He just kind of like re like yeah, so pimp.
0: God, could you could you imagine if they went this different on a doctor? Where they're just like, yeah, no, this doctor is just going to be, it's going to be like Gary King. Like, just, <laughs> like shit kicking. Like, yeah. Kick in, like. <laughs> God, that would be that. Like, I mean, talk about, I mean, you know, I remember, you know, people, people complained about Colin Baker, but like, could you imagine um, if they were just like, yeah, we're going to go really different on this doctor. It's going to, he's going to have a vibe like no other doctor has had before. Um, that's uh man. I really, really like Spiral documents?
2: That's going to be his whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I've always wanted
0: to see a brick interior on the TARDIS. Oh, yeah. um, and I feel like I i feel like if 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 Gary King was the doctor, that would be what his TARDIS yeah. would look like. Like he Never turns like, on the TARDIS by
1: killing by killing a beer and then just chucking the pine glass against the brick wall and that's
0: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. There's like a permanent like dripping stain like on the <laughs> brick wall where he's hit thrown every pint. <laughs>
2: Oh God! Uh, yeah yeah, um, and right <laughs> so the end of this minute, um, uh, <laughs> uh, I was just going to mention before I forget because i 've got notes. I actually made notes because i 'm like that oh um, uh, uh, man, when he 's talking to uh, to his sister um, and he's he 's saying how disappointed he is, and it just it brings it right back yeah. to things we 've discussed a bunch of times already with, with Mr. Shepherd. Uh, of the 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 not quite patronizing but you know that i am i am above you i am your disappointed parent Mm -hmm. you know you've let me down you've let us down you've let everybody down that kind of feeling
0: yeah yeah for sure it's it's also really interesting because you know like we were talking about like the 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 sort of light switch mentality that a lot of young people have about uh, how they view adulthood um with in in regards to the blanks which is you know largely what the allegory is um is that the blanks are representing this sort of uh ideal version of adulthood there is a light switch right it's like oliver was totally against these guys and then gets turned into a blank and like a light switch now he's disappointed in his sister and explaining to her that this is not how a family yeah. behaves uh and it's it's but it's it's interesting too because while he is a blank He's still Oliver, right He still yeah. has his mind and his uh, uh memories, but he is different now and 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 in so much as they've programmed him to uh believe that this is the right thing to do and and see the value in it and it's uh it, it's just really it's a really strong allegory i I really really like it a lot
1: no, it is just kind of the just layers upon layers of control and- yeah. Condescension, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely a lot of condescension for sure. Because Oman's um, the Oman's the older brother,
0: right? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Because I think she was still, she was still toiling away in high school. And she they was were, a junior they when
1: they were seniors, so to speak. Yeah,
0: something like that. Yeah, I think she's like one or
2: two years younger than they are. Which um, makes me not want to. It's think also at all great about what happened in that toilet. Well. Yeah, uh, I mean yeah. said about I'd never I'd never uh, put together that they weren't the same age. All right, yeah, so let's move on to something else.
0: Yeah. I well, I do I do want to mention um it's a it's a great use of Sam's scarf. Uh, you know, allowing Oliver to pull her toward him with only one arm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know. Um and the way that, that that sort of uh operates is is really good. I just I like when a fight scene is just sort of using everything at its disposal, you know. Where it's like, I'm—we're not going to just like invent stuff. We're like, okay, they're in this room. What do we have? Let's build a fight sequence out of what we have.
1: Okay, Sam has a scarf. We have to use the scarf.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. He can grab the scarf and pull her over to him, like a like he's like he's wheeling in a fish. It, it's also like it just <laughs> um, it
2: speaks to like the theme of what's going on as well because it's a thing that you know was safe and familiar, and she knows. But it's now being used against her as a weapon. Uh, so it's you yeah. know it's the town. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God. Um, this movie's good. Good movie. <laughs> good movie. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, and I love. I love. There's a beat uh, uh, early on in the minute where Stephen. Uh, uh, is it is it Stephen or is it Sam? No, it's Steven. Steven punches a guy in the face, one of the blanks in the face. And as he gets, his face gets sort of like, gets knocked across with the punch. blood Like blue blood just like splatters on the wall and it's just so, it's so satisfying. Um, God, I love, I love the the biology of the blanks. I think it's, if you would even call it biology. Um, are they robots?
2: What are the blanks? You, does anybody here know what robot means? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think they're like automatons, maybe, you know? Yeah. They're, they're artificial. They're not bio. They're not they don't seem to be the, the human tissue doesn't seem to extend past the skin. Right, right. And there's no
0: brain. Uh it's it's like they're it's like programmed into their body or mm-hmm. something, their thoughts and feelings and whatever. Um it's really interesting. It's it's just a really interesting anatomy uh for a uh an alien
1: baddie. Is is eggshell is broken eggshell Oliver Head the most involved digital effect that at least a Cornetto movie has ever had? I would say so. For sure. Because like the
0: next closest is when the when the uh, when the thing drops on what's his name's head in uh in the on the journalist's head. Tim in Messenger. Podcast. Yeah, Tim Messenger. Um I I would say that's the that's the that's the only other like like each movie has like one major CG effect, but I think this is definitely the biggest. It's like the first, the Sean has the, um, the hole through the belly in, uh, in, in, in Mary and then uh, Tim messenger's death in hot fuzz. And then I think that, and then I think Oliver here,
2: Tim, uh, Tim messenger in major. hot fuzz was um, I'm working with a, um, a lot of people I'm working with at the moment, like 19, 20, um, And I, I literally had a conversation two weeks ago where someone mentioned hot fuzz in a way that just, it was my latest, Oh my God, I am old moment. Cause we were talking about just like <laughs> movies that scared you when you were a kid. And you know, I mentioning things that scared me when I was little. And then one of them says, Oh, hot fuzz. And I said, how, 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 oh, no. okay. Firstly, I don't want to deal with the fact that you watched that when you were a kid, but how did hot fuzz? And it was, <laughs> it was that moment with Tim messenger that gave him nightmares as a wee boy, you know? And it was like, Uh-oh. Oh no, <laughs> oh no. it is it is a
0: really gruesome scene that goes on for way longer than is in your memory like he like he like walks around (laughs) for a little while like it's brutal uh it's a brutal bit of gore i i was listening to a podcast the other day it was um the uh podcast from the from the guy who does um lessons from the screenplay Hmm. uh the youtube uh series and uh he has a he's a podcast called beyond the beyond the screenplay i think and um he's like it's it's like a podcast with him and and the team that helps him make those videos and uh they were talking about Shaun of the Dead and one of the uh one of the one of the co-hosts talked about how she loves action movies and was really excited to see hot fuzz and then hated it because it was they she perceived it as more of a horror movie than an action movie and she <laughs> hates horror movies uh, and I just thought that was a really interesting perspective that I've never heard about Hot Fuzz. Yeah. Even though every time I watch that movie I'm surprised every single time. I'm surprised I'm like, "Oh yeah, this is a slasher movie. I forgot about that." But yeah. Oh, no. yeah. It's uh that was that one that one's interesting. Hot Fuzz, Hot Fuzz is interesting just the way that it plays with genre cuz I yeah, it no matter how many times I see it, I'm always surprised that it's a horror movie. Um
2: Yeah, it takes that time. turn I don't know, like, I don't "Whoa." Know Whoa.
0: Yeah. And you're like, oh you're right. I've seen this movie a hundred times. I know that this is coming. I always forget.
1: Yeah, like no 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 shade to hot fuzz, but it would be like if in the middle of hot fuzz it did truly become a romantic comedy between between Liz and Sean. <laughs> right, yeah. Um
0: uh oh you mean Sean of the Dead, yeah, yeah. Um yeah, it would it's weird. I don't know. It's very strange. Um, but uh anyway. Uh the world's end. I don't know. This fight seems so good. Um, sure. I'm just like I'm just watching it on a loop, on a loop over and over again. Uh, I love, <laughs> I love Peter like backing into one of the blanks and then
1: doing that weird like face to face move. So the mirror uh, moment.
0: Yeah, uh, that was pretty fun. I love that Peter's move in any fight is to hide under something yeah. or in something. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, he's not a he's he's not a fighter. He's a runner. He's
2: not really sure. much of anything, is he? Uh,
0: Poor Peter. No. <laughs> No, and pretty soon he's not going to be much of anything yeah. at all yeah. <laughs> um but but uh really? i love i eddie eddie marzin in this as this is my first experience with Eddie marzin was watching this movie uh so i didn't know that he was usually known as like a as like a character actor who did like gruff mm-hmm. tough guys um and so learning that later I, like after this being my initial view of him was a, a shocking revelation because he's so iconically uh peter for me um that you know watching him in something else where he's like a tough guy or like a villain was really off-putting like his his role in deadpool too is like it's just such the polar opposite of peter in every way
2: uh he's was, also just one, one of those go-to actors it. if you need some if you've got a character who's going to kind of die halfway through you know, and you need, but you need the audience Mm -hmm. to really care about them, even though the character doesn't have that much to do, you know, you get someone like him. Right. um, And he just manages to kind of fill the character with something, uh, something interesting that catches your eye.
0: Hobbs and (laughs) shot did that. Yeah. Yeah. um all right well uh uh Jay uh, you want to do you want to tell people about uh, Jay Stringer tells lies the Did uh, you know I had forgotten my release collection? You've got? you know
2: because the pandemic happened
0: <laughs>
2: Uh yeah, yeah um Jay Stringer tells lies it's just it's um the most up to date collection of all of my short stories and essays and uh, and there's even some poems in there because you know I get highfalutin and pretentious sometimes Uh and it's you know it's it kind of Um, when people ask me what I write, it's really difficult to sum it up because I've never, I've always refused to write one thing. Like I write lots of different styles and genres and story types, uh, different characters, different approaches, completely different tones. And so that collection kind of has all of them. There's some, some funny stuff, some pretty dark and serious stuff. Um, you know, just some silly stuff. Uh, there's, there's stuff about stealing a panda, you know um it's just it's kind of a collection if if someone wants to see what like what my range is and they don't want to spend that much money you can pick that up and it's you know it's cheap and you can see my whole range pretty much
0: yeah get a little a little yeah. taste of jay <laughs> yeah um all right awesome yeah so uh check that out that's again called j stringer tells lies check it out on our amazon link if you want to Uh, use that. That would be, that'd be cool. Um, Yeah. And uh, of course uh, we, you know, we have like uh, merch and things. You can check out our T public store dueling genre.com slash merch go over there, buy stuff with our faces on it or our logos on it, or use that link and just shop on T public and we'll get a little, a little cut of whatever you buy as well as whoever the artist was that uh, did the shirt that you're buying or um, whatever. So, uh, so yeah, it's a, it's kind of a, it's kind of a win-win. Uh, in that respect but uh, DuelingGenre.com slash merch uh, appreciate everyone who does that and of course uh, tomorrow we'll be back to wrap up the week with Minute 70 but for now, let's move